0: My tea My My, tea? My, is deep. I never My tea? Wait
1: is this season two? I wasn't even ready yet. So, so what? Do I just insert a hot take here or something? My team. LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers are gonna repeat, but they are gonna play the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Championship and the Jets are gonna be in the Super Bowl. You don't get much hot take in that. My team.
0: Take
1: that, take that, take that.
0: My teeth! Brooklyn's down, baby! Yeah,
1: Brooklyn's down! Oh. My teeth! I can't and welcome back to the Mighty T-Spo- Sports podcast. I am your host, T Taylor, and I can't help it. Today is a wonderful, beautiful day. Yes, folks, we are back. Spanish sports podcast is back. It's March 29th. Just the last time we're gonna hear in. The, you're gonna hear me in the in the Women's History Month. Not to mention, it's not a beautiful day. We're already sitting like in the, the mid-80s at 8 o'clock at night. I know we're 10 minutes late, but I had to make sure that I got on that Nixon heat game. I had to make sure that was definitely up and running for you guys, as I do before we start the show. So you know what I say, regardless of the top, and regardless of the weather, it's always a good time for us to talk some sports. So... start talking Woo! back at it like a sports fanatic it's been a long time it's it's been a while it's been a while now it really has been and can i say i missed you we gonna see (laughs) i I, I always miss you guys i just crushed my toe i just crushed the big toe with the chair you guys have no clue how that feels Oh man, we we go we gonna we gonna muscle through this one. <laughs> Today's today is gonna be I, I said it's March Madness. So we I didn't get you guys last week. And I I I'm not gonna lie. I didn't want to keep updating you on every little round of of March Madness while this went on. So we skipped a little bit. But before any of that can happen, right? Some things did happen while we left. Or oh, since last time we spoke. And I definitely want to make sure that we get the opportunity to touch on a couple of these. It's an exciting show today. There's some new ventures that I'm working on that you'll be able to find me on on, on the ear on a completely different platform talking about a completely different topic. Oh man, I got some new music from a couple of, from a couple of nice young aspiring artists so you're gonna hear some beats on by a couple of artists today. What else can I say? What else can I say? The madness is definitely in full effect today. The madness is definitely in full effect today. And you know what? Let's just start it here. I told you guys, you guys are going to be able to hear me just about everywhere. Right? And since you're going to be able to hear me everywhere, why not Why not better hear the Mighty Sports Podcast? But because if you want to hear me on the radio, you can listen to 1080 AM. That's www.1080theword.com. Tuesdays and Thursdays from six to seven, so three days a week. Like I'm giving it to you at night. This is what we do on the radio. So a couple weeks ago, we had what was gonna be considered probably the next biggest event in boxing, right? The next big boxing mega fight, which is Triple G. Okay, I'm not even gonna pre- pretend to pronounce his name, Galad Galunki, something of that nature, versus Daniel Jacobs. The loser of this fight was gonna lose their belt. So we had the undefeated Triple G versus Daniel Jacobs, who has only lost one fight in his career. And that fight came after he was he was troubled mentally. He had I, I think it was after he found out he had, he he was he was diagnosed with cancer, but since then. He's come back from cancer, gone back chemo, come, um, come back from chemo, come come back in physical, top, um, as, as a top physical specimen, and he has come back to still only lose that one fight. So now here he goes in his path, the only guy that he feels like, that, that, that I guess that Triple G feels like can give him a challenge, Triple G came up a little bit in weight, and so did Daniel Jacobs, now the thing about the Daniel Jacobs fight, the other fight is that, Daniel Jacobs didn't weigh in the day of the fight um, to see if his weight was still within a respectable, respectable weight, so he can receive an additional purse. So basically, I think he he, he forfeited like 2.5 million dollars, something of that nature, or maybe 25 thousand dollars. Who knows? I know that's a big, significant number, but it had 25 in there somewhere in those first two numbers. As we get an update on this Knicks and Miami game, it's currently tied 37 to 37, just about four minutes left in the third in, in the second quarter. And and that size probably for Daniel Jacobs helped him against Triple G Galunky. No, Triple G. I'm not going to say he's trying to keep saying his last name. I'm sorry if you guys are apartment. I might zoom out a little bit. Like, this song is just a little bit too catchy. Like I said, it's Women's History Month. So we got to get a little bit of Donna Summers in here. On radio. Whoa, 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 whoa. On radio. Whoa, 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 whoa sorry, sorry, I got a little carried away, got a little carried away, you know, but if you know me by now, like, said, so this is the second season, the second year we've been knowing this, so, if you guys are just, of oh, those avid listeners of the show, then you kind of know I, how crazy I can get sometimes, you know, it happens, it happens, or, if you're just one of my friends and you're listening, then you absolutely know that I just go off the rails sometimes, but I'm gonna get back on track, Triple G, Daniel Jacobs, that's that little bit of weight that Daniel Jacobs put on to make sure he was fighting G may have helped. Or maybe he just wanted to make sure he was in his, in, in his best physical peak because having to try to keep the weight down probably would have been too much for him. He wanted to make sure he was really, really in what was considered his best physical shape. And that size and that power led to something, led to um, a fight that had very good action. And we're talking about a- action that led to a one- point fight yes folks this fight was decided by one point not just one point but one round and you say that kind of makes sense but no you have to figure one point one round no not just that one point one round and one knockdown in the fourth round and unfortunately it was Daniel Jacobs that found himself on the mat and if you've pieced it together Daniel Jacobs the one that came away the loser, and yes, he ended up losing his WBA regular middleweight belt. So Triple G comes away with his undefeated streak. Daniel Jacobs still um, now has two losses, and it now puts to rest. And 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 I can't say it puts to rest because if it wasn't for that knockdown, everybody kind of thinks that this, this fight should have even been tied, or maybe even Jacobs may have won the fight maybe won the fight zone. so now what that puts us in is in a position where they are very highly considering if hey you know what maybe we should have a rematch i would like to see a rematch i think most people would like to see a rematch do, the, do people want to see a rematch do the people want to think that people want to see a rematch. But talking about matches and mega matches at that in the boxing world, in the fight world, in the MMA world. I, for one, did not think that this Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight was going to hold any kind of weight for the next year or so. I really didn't think so. For one simple reason. One simple reason at all, Dana White came out and said that it's going to be hard for Conor McGregor to accept this fight while do uh, to accept this fight while he's still under contract. So they could do all the talking that they want to do, and and I'm adding, but I'm, I'm I'm basically putting this into my own words. But they can, he can they can do all the talking, they can do all the hyping. Conor McGregor's currently under contract, and that was. The first thing he said, so it was like it was basically a no way. It was basically saying, "Listen, every every, this sounds cute, you know, but at the end of the day, we don't think that this is going to be a road that we're going to take." And now it seems that they are taking. A very, very different demeanor. Beats by Mike Davis. Are you currently listening to? Oh this beat is by Mike Davis. I call him I call him Mike Check. And I call him I, I really do. I call him Mike Check. know, Mike Check or checkmate. But we call we're gonna call him Mike Check. And we gonna give you some information on how to contact him later. If he ever sends it to me. So we're we gonna keep hassling. So funny. Us artists we we're, we're, we're so and so uh, mentally, we're so distracted sometimes. We're, so, we're pulled in so many different directions that simple tasks become so mundane, like are, are so hard to do. People don't even realize it. Like simple tasks become these mountain of things. Where because you're always thinking about the creative process. So simple thing, something simple like hey, email X Y Z, It becomes one of the hardest things to do because you're like, where in this day am I gonna find the time to email this? very simple requested thing while you're still thinking about 8 billion other things and one of those 8 billion things or a bunch of 8 billion things or things that you're trying to create but like I said now we're going digress too far today but think, we're talking about things created so this fight very slowly started creating started creating its own little buzz as. We started seeing Conor McGregor keep, keep talking more and more smack as, as we always expected he was going to do. And Mayweather also not not backing down that this fight was going to happen because Mayweather saw the payday in it and let's, let's, let's be honest, Conor McGregor is going to do his half of the job of making this a draw because he is going to do enough of the hyping that Mayweather normally has to do to support Mayweather's born style of fighting. To, to 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 bring any kind of hype to a Mayweather fight, so let's not forget. Of all this hype, this is still going to be a duck and dodging Mayweather fight. But I'm gonna tell you my bold prediction, and I don't know how bold this is. Mayweather's gonna knock out. is gonna knock out Conor McGregor because for the first time, he is not worried about look, going in there with a boxer as skilled as him. He is worried about going in there with, this, with a guy that's a really good striker. At least that's that's what I believe he's thinking of. At least that's what I would be considering it, and something that Mayweather has tried to do which is basically last round to make sure he doesn't get hurt to last or this and last or that and this I think no uh, I think this Mayweather is gonna string together a couple of punches and he is gonna and he may toy around with him I think for about a good six rounds maybe if he can without knocking him out you know what I mean? without getting upset so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you like I picture this fight like the scene from the great white height that they're gonna go in there, they're gonna fight. Mayweather's gonna with him a little bit. He's gonna catch Mayweather with a really solid blow. Mayweather's gonna look at him like, oh, you're trying to embarrass me. And the next thing you know, clack 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 cloud. Down goes McGregor. That's what I feel like is gonna happen. <laughs> but it is it is weird what happened though. Like I said with this fight. This fight picked up steam. As the money kept on getting larger and people started realizing like, yo, if this fight happens, it can really be a mega payday. And then what really happened is that Dana White realized that, you know what, the UFC is going to benefit from this majorly. And as of right now, even with Conor McGregor under contract, there is way too much money that is being put on the table for the UFC to deny, even if it means jeopardizing Conor McGregor's contract career while he's under contract we are gonna go to our first commercial break we'll be back when we come back we still got more UFC to talk about because you know what while the UFC is making some good news there's also some bad news that's, that's still surrounding about the UFC not everybody that's supposed to fight is always supposed to use their hands that and more when we come back
0: They didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world. And they can respond, I became a soldier.
1: We are back. And if you're still listening, thank you for listening. I mean, you, If you're listening live, you're listening on the Mixer Law app on the My T-Sports. Or you're catching me on the Next Day Good Listening, either on the TuneIn app or SoundCloud. All on the My T-Sports. But have you listening, I do thank you. So I told you before the commercial break. UFC has been making all kinds of news. All kinds of headlines. And one of the things that has currently made headlines is that of... Former UFC fighter. War Machine. Yes, you guys remember this guy. War Machine, the guy that dated a porn star. The guy that didn't realize wholeheartedly that his girlfriend's career involved of her having sex with other people. A guy that also couldn't understand that when they were finally broken up he didn't quite accept it and he did what cowardly boys do and he decided to put his hand on a woman and now he faces 29 counts yes he faces now 29 individual counts that basically right is gonna it has him sent or uh, scheduled to be sentenced for life in prison. Now, the reason why he pops up in the news now is because his court date was moved up from June 5th to May 10th. So they are looking to try and see him a lot sooner than before. And listen, scum like him, any kind of scum like man. And thinks it's okay to put their hands on a woman deserves twenty nine counts I don't, I don't I don't even care if he hit you if if a man hits a woman once you deserve twenty nine counts of life in prison there's no need for that B like you find a way to use your words and it and if she ain't trying to listen like that then you guys depart rooms places space mentally but if you have to throw your hands on her then you're no kind of man and War Machine isn't really any kind of man. He's more like a toy soldier. But. Speaking of blows. Let's go ahead and switch subjects. As we got an opportunity. To see. One of the very 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 very. Very very few. Fist fights. That you can catch in the NBA these days. I mean, we're talking about something that hasn't happened in about six eight years as we get Orlando's Serge Ibaka fighting Robin Lopez from Chicago and in, in a play that basic it what that you can see really quick Serge Ibaka hit hit Lopez with with a low blow in the back. Lopez tried to Lopez swapped the ball out of his hand. So Yubaka got upset. A blow was thrown here. A blow was thrown there. Basically, shots fired. Nobody was nobody was hit. But those two guys are gonna be suspended. And you know what? It doesn't really matter when it comes to those two guys. I mean, granted, yeah, Orlando was kinda in the playoff hunt, but they're in the hunt. They're not really in the playoff picture. Just like that's like that's like Chicago. They, they're kinda in the playoff hunt but they're not really in the playoff picture. You know, like, so...
0: Is it...
1: Yeah, that caught me off guard, too. That was loud. That was super loud. Like... <laughs> So they're not, they're not affecting their teams enough. Their teams aren't in a position where, hey, you know what, one game is gonna is gonna make us fall from the number five seed to the number seven seed, like it would be probably for the Clippers. You know, you know, one game doesn't doesn't that <laughs> doesn't doesn't change things for you like it would Miami, like it would Indiana, Milwaukee, Atlanta. You know, it doesn't change you change like it does for them. These guys are basically no nothing teams. But this mean that that you're on a losing team it doesn't mean that you can't do significant work. It does not mean that you can't do significant work because there's a boy out there. There was a boy out there, and this kid, this fireworks kid, I mean, straight straight fire. Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns. Yes, the same Devin Booker that you guys hear me talk about here on this airway. Really. For the last two years, you guys have heard me mention Devin Booker, Devin Booker, Devin Booker. The guy that basically was a six-man on his, on his college team and still managed to be a high lottery pick. That Devin Booker. The Devin Booker that's only in his second season. The Devin Booker that, that's only 20 years old. The Devin Booker that is now in the club of one of the only few people, maybe five in NBA history, to score over 70 points in the game. Yes, that Devin Booker. And in case you're wondering, no, Jordan's not one of those people. Jordan came short with 69 points in a loss, in the playoffs. The saying. So now the NBA standards have gone all willy-nilly. Because we and we we asked the question as next game in Miami game with R and halftime. We asked the question about the West. That without Kevin Durant, can Golden State withstand San Antonio? And it seemed that even that for a a short period of time, San Antonio was able to claim that number one spot and just glimpse at that mountaintop. Golden State quickly snatched snatched back their number one headband and said, Oh no, for it is not your time yet. We still want to stand on top of this mountain, beat our chest, and make some calls. So, that is what's happened in the West. As Golden State still sits on number still sits in the top seed at with a 60 and 14 record. Right now, if the players were to start, they are looking to face the Denver. Nuggets. I'm lying. I apologize. That was last week. It has now changed. They are now set to schedule to set the Portland Trailblazers, which which is a much different level of competition because Damian Lillard and McCullen and and those those boys can do some work and, and do some damage. Denver. Not gonna lie to you, I still don't know anybody's real. I don't. I really don't know anybody on that team for sure, outside of Kenneth Farid. and even Kenneth Farid, I don't even hear about being the double double machine that he used to be. So, what's Denver? Even though Kenneth Farid would be like the perfect guy at this point in time, at that power forward, he was always undersized to to a guy like Draymond Green. You know then I mean, because he? he's nimble enough, he's fast enough, he's athletic enough. To do everything you need to do, he just doesn't, doesn't have that offense. But, yeah, it's about Draymond Green. like To, to lock down a guy like Draymond Green for, for a game would be monumental to what Golden State is going to try to do without Kevin Durant. So we have Golden State set to pay, face the Denver, the Portland Trail Blazers, who are sitting at 36-38, just slightly under 500. San Antonio follows Golden State with a 57-16 record. Um, holding in the third spot very, 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 very solidly. They're basically going to solidify themselves in the number three spot. Is is James Harden and the Houston Rockets with a 51-23 record. Not quite sure if Utah is if going to be able to catch them. As, as close as I don't think you realize, we're sitting at just about eight games left in the season. That's where we're at. Most teams are just about 74 75, 76 games in. Anywhere between 73 and 76 games in. So at this point in time, you think this is when you can rest your players. And how much time do we have before so I can go into this for this segment? We got 5 minutes. <clears throat> I really don't know if 5 minutes is enough time to go into what I want to tell you about players rested in the NBA. But, we'll continue with the standings and we'll talk about that later in the show. Players rested in the NBA. This is the time that players should be, that you should should rest your team, that you should rest your stars. When they've done all of their work for the regular season, like James Harden has right now, his team is not gonna get any better in, in their standings. Meaning they're not gonna get this number two spot. They can't they can't technically get any worse. Basically, they need one more game to lock that up. And after that, you're just talking like now we're just talking about seating in the fans. Now I could possibly understand sitting out a couple of games. Now I can understand when you go on the road, you may want to take that day off. Now I may understand that if if you are still scheduled for four games in five nights, that you may say, you know what? Nah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna play two and five. This upper BS that these these guys are pulling, well, you already hear how I feel about it. You already hear the disdain in my voice. We're gonna talk about that some more because it it is is complete foolishness. I don't wanna get there yet. So Golden State is set to face um, is set to face Denver or Portland I should say. San Antonio is set to face Memphis. Houston is set to face Oklahoma City, which we are really happy to see, because that's what we just saw this past week what could possibly be the first round matchup in the West between Houston and Oklahoma City. Now unfortunately, it hasn't been the dramatic the dramatic show that we've wanted with Houston coming away three and one. But man, can you? Am I not the only one that's excited to see these the two MVP, the two leaders for the MVP candidate, go up against each other? Because I was excited to see it last week, and I was excited to see Russell Wilson put up his not only a, a perfect. This was a last. This was in the game against Houston. This is before that. A perfect triple double, where he scored 35 points, didn't miss any shots or any shots from the three on the, from the free throw line. And since then, he has added two more. And yes, one of those was in the game versus Houston. Well, James Horner did his thing and played like the bearded one does play. And he he ultimately came with the victory. But we once again said this. Most valuable player. Russell Wilson has to score a triple-double for his team to have a chance at winning. Not close to a triple-double, not kind of a triple double, not 38 and 8, or 25, 7 and 8. He has to score a triple double for his team to be successful, to even be a, con- a contender in the game that they are playing. Without that, his team cannot compete. So, yes, I was excited to see him put up another triple-double as, yes, he has once again. Folks. I told you, Russell Westbrook has now put up his 37th triple-double. 37th triple-double now with just about six games left in the season. Where he's still trying to get just above that 41 peak so he could beat that Oscar Robertson number now. Kind of thought he was gonna pass a little bit more, get into the mid forties, but it seems like listen, this this is a hard feat to do, and Russell Wilson can basically take the rest of the year off and average, and he'll still basically average a triple double, but you know this isn't gonna be this boy's last one. So with Oklahoma City with a record of forty two and thirty one, seventy three games with nine left, nine games left, we're gonna see how many more triple doubles that that Russell Wilson can add to his current total of 37. Let's continue to talk about playoff pictures before we go to our next break. Cleveland is no longer the best team in the East.
0: Shazone.
1: Cleveland is no longer the best team in the East. advantage of isn't a game and it needs to stop. Aren't you tired of being ripped off by those other guys? Then head to Multiverse Video Games to get the value you deserve on your games and gaming products. The games cost money, and you shouldn't feel like just giving them away. So why continuously buy a membership for prices and deals that you should be getting anyway? Multivest Games not only has fair pricing and great trading deals, Multivest has a wide variety of games, not just all your popular next-gen titles, but also all your favorite old school titles and systems. Starting as early as Atari and Nintendo, to as current as PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and yes? that does include PlayStations, GameCubes, and Xboxes in between. Even been family owned and operated for over 10 years, just off the intersection of 183rd and 7th Avenue in the Nurses Registry Plaza. That's conveniently located at 830 Northwest 183rd Street, Miami-Dornis, Florida 33169. Believe it or not, just five minutes from Sunlight Stadium, 7.90 the ticket, and oh no, let's not forget, Tootsie's Adult Entertainment Center, Multivest Games. Will you save more so you can play more? And we are back. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only Talent T. Taylor. If you're still listening live, then you're still listening to Your Law, or you're listening on SoundCloud or TuneIn Radio. If you like to listen to me, you know, kind of after, in your own leisurely time, not on my schedule time, which isn't a really good schedule time. Like today, I started at 8-17 because like I said, I wanted to get this next game on in the back for you guys without any distractions. But I was, I, I had all like today was probably the one day that I had the most time to get this show together, and even up to the very end. I ran into technical difficulties. Just kind of like how it always happens. And since I told you that the Knicks were up, and the game was tied thirty-seven to thirty-seven with four minutes left, basically the Knicks managed to put up only two more buckets to have. That. So the score is now forty-one to forty-nine. Yep, look like the Knicks are probably gonna drop this game as well. I think something is burning in the mighty studio. Hopefully not. So, talking about these NBA standings still. As as I told you, Cleveland is no longer the number one team in the East. They have officially now fallen to the Boston Celtics. So this whole entire time while we were worried if San Antonio was going to pass Golden State and if Golden State was going to be able to hold on to... We didn't realize that Cleveland. That Cleveland. Was having their own. Set of problems in the east. (laughs) (laughs)
0: And it
1: definitely. 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 Has caught up with them. Now. one thing that I guess that we're not too sure about is that Cleveland still needs the number one seed to win the East or let's see, does LeBron James still require the number one seed to win the East because you have to remember those third and fourth years in Miami that's when things started to get a little bit tougher for them This is now third and fourth year back in Cleveland. After he ran from his hometown because he couldn't win. He was having good seasons. Let's remember, at this point, where Russell Westbrook is right now, at this point in his career, averaging a triple-double by himself as the guy that's considered basically the second best player in the league has left him. LeBron James ran to Miami. Just saying, just saying. So Cleveland is no longer in first, as it looks as it stands right now. Boston is set to face Miami in the first round, as they're gonna beat the brakes off of New York tonight. As New York continues to try to get one of the top five picks in the in the NBA draft. And if they do, I'm hoping they're looking at one of these major point guards that are coming out of the draft, like Fox or Bell or any one of them. Because if they're available and the Knicks are up there, the Knicks should be be snatching them up. Bell or Fox. I I like that guy, Fox. We're going to talk a little bit about him later on, too, As as we get to the NCAA tournament and my busted bracket. So Boston Celtics are set to face Miami right now, if if the, NBA, if the players are going to start. And Cleveland is going to face Indiana, which I think is better for, for LeBron James anyway, because LeBron James probably doesn't want the mental turmoil of having to come back down to Miami. Washington, as they continue to climb, and John Wall continues to be one of my leading candidates for MVP. He is. They are going to face Milwaukee and that lengthy group of that's led by Giannis Antetokounmpo and Jason Kidd. And Toronto's is set to face Atlanta, and Toronto face, facing Atlanta is basically like Toronto versus Toronto, or Atlanta versus Atlanta. These two teams have been two middle of the own mediocre teams for a while, but you know what, I shouldn't, I shouldn't complain because they're two of the middle mediocre playoff teams where I wish that the Brooklyn Nets or the New York Knicks were going to be because as it looks like right now, the Brooklyn Nets are going to lose another draft pick to the LA Lakers. Yes, do you guys remember that deal? That had Joe Johnson, Kevin Garnett. Is it Kevin Garnett down there? Yeah. Paul Pierce for a little while. I think they left Brooklyn, I mean Boston. But Joe Johnson, Darren Williams, Joe Wallace, and later on, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. Yes, remember all of, all of that? Well, yeah, that lost Brooklyn all of their draft picks for like the next 14 years. And it is being redistributed to every single team in the West. A few teams in the East, but definitely not to the Knicks. Did I tell you guys that Devin Booker dropped 70 in Boston? In a loss, though? And I'm, and I'm not trying to overemphasize the loss. I'm just saying that he lost He dropped 70 in a loss But after that Jordan Crawford Not to be mistaken by Jamal Crawford in LA The guy that used to boogie in Chicago and New York No, not that guy But Jordan Crawford Decided to talk some smack on Twitter But then said uh, Oh, it wasn't directed at Devin Booker It was directed at Devin Booker's teammates After Devin Booker was like Yo, bro, you can't guard me Which is basically all you had to say You might drop Wings. So as, we, as it stands right now, Russell Westbrook is still sitting at 37, triple doubles, James Harden 19, and LeBron James Looney at 10. And listen, you guys know that's those are the numbers, and those numbers are real. And what's also real is that we have a new team called the Las Vegas Raiders. And I iPhone 1, I love it. The Las Vegas Raiders just sounds it sounds, listen, if the Raiders weren't Oakland, the Raiders should be Las Vegas. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, they sound, it sounds still gritty and grimy enough to pass to me. What I don't get is how Mark Sanchez still has a job in the NFL. <laughs> also, what I don't get is Zaza Pachulia. So, I'm trying to figure should we talk I mean should we talk brackets right now like is that what you guys really want to hear is, that, is that we want to talk brackets want to hear about my busted brackets like do you really want to hear like how like I only had three teams that was even in the sweet 16 Gonzaga Michigan UNC can I tell you that like how I have no clue how I came up with well I do know how I came up with, like credit in the Saint Mary and completely overlooked Gonzaga because I took the... I told, actually, who did I tell? I told it to my cousin. That I definitely did miss something when going through those numbers. And if I had realized it before, Gonzaga would have definitely been a higher pick of mine. Because, as I told you guys, Gonzaga's, out of all of these teams that were considered number one or even true contenders, they were the only team that were one of the top Three, number two, in field goal percentages as a team, they were in the top 10, number seven, in scoring defenses, meaning that their defense alone, not only do they score a high percentage, but their defense is sixth I'm sorry, I said seven is sixth in the country in scoring in its own right. That means that Gonzaga's definitely playing both sides of the ball. Both sides of the ball that is only compared to teams like St. Mary, Vermont. But those teams didn't have the rest of the caliber of players that they may have. And, and, and we've seen it. And and, and we kind of saw it. I guess we all go to our brackets. We saw them take care of business one by one. You know, going through West Virginia. go through Xavier. And now, they are going to face South Carolina on Saturday. I don't know 1,800 hours. April Fool's Day. And I would assume that they're going to take care of South Carolina pretty easy. Like, this is going to be one of those few times that... We just may get some chalk. Didn't we we all expect that after Kentucky handled UCLA the way that they did, that Kentucky may have punched their ticket into the Final Four, into the NCAA championship? And and listen, they were one shot away. So when you see Fox, their point guard, that, that scoring machine, that embarrassed ball, When you see Fox in their tears after the game, know that part of that is that they knew they were one shot away. Like, they just made a shot to go up. They just made a shot to tie the game. 4.6 seconds left. And they got Christian Leighton. So now in our final four, we have Gonzaga versus South Carolina, and North Carolina, UNC versus Oregon. And I want to go back to this fox and ball thing for a while, All right? As, as you know, you know what? We'll spend this whole the whole last segment talking about ball, fox, and rest. <coughs> So that's what we're gonna get, and the championship is gonna happen on April third, right? The next that that following Monday or that same Monday. But I really Kentucky really looked like they were established on pace to win it all, and it just didn't happen that way. It just it just didn't couldn't didn't and couldn't finish. Couldn't follow through and and like I said it was basically a bad beat. That's kind of what it looks like. It really was considered like a bad beat if there ever was one. And like I said even with that loss I'm telling you if you have a top 5 pick you and you need a point guard and Fox is there you may want to take them. We're going to go to commercial break when we come back. More on the Mighty Sports Podcast.
0: Giving up for a vacation is way easier said than done. If you've ever been through the pain of trying to put money aside every month to reach your goal, you'll know what we're talking about. It's time to get help from someone who can turn your goals into reality once and for all. Introducing BayPay, your new friend and ally, who'll do all the dirty work for you. Vaepay will use your active checking account to automatically round up your everyday transactions to the nearest dollar, transferring the spare change into a secure Vaepay savings account. Our idea comes from the old method of putting away spare change into a piggy bank. One, create your Vaepay account and choose a unique username and password. Two, register your active checking account. And three, continue to use your debit card as usual and let us take care of the rest. Get in touch with Vaepay today. To find out more, save up for any vacation or special event, one penny at a time. They pay. Now available on App Store.
1: And we are... I'm so your host, Talent T. still the Mighty Sports Podcast, and you're still listening on um, XLR app. Thank you. This is the last segment of the show. You know, it's so funny because I've come to a realization of how fast that hour passes by. Being on the on the radio show that I'm currently on now on at 10:80 a.m. The word you start realizing when it's three of you in a booth. You have two guests <laughs> of how quickly that hour really goes by. It's like by the time you finish setting up, it's time to break down. And it's completely different in there because you have to break down and get out. Because the next show is right there behind you. 1080 AM, the word. You can find us on iHeartRadio, by the way, if you're looking. I almost bought a stock in iHeartRadio just to let you know. As I recently sold my Fitbit stock, thank God, I finally sold that Fitbit stock, and I bought something else bought a company that has been one of the leading in Intel processors, one of the leading companies Intel processors, one of the leading company in virtual reality, and also recently did a did a nice little business merger with a video game company. So, Intel processing, virtual real, one of the leading in virtual reality, and you take on one of the decently thriving, you know, video game franchises. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy that stock. Sound kind of interesting. Just like medical marijuana was, (MgNa). So, let, let's talk. <clears throat> let, let, let's, let's, let's stay with the kids for a while, right? Let's stay with these kids for a while before we talk about these professionals and, and, and the audacity of them, right? LeVar Ball, right? Let me just say this one thing. I wholeheartedly do see, when I watch him play, that he has this Tim Duncan-like demeanor to him, where you see him kind of unemotional, kind of stoic-ish, kind of unfazed, and it is probably a 100% by-factor of the fact that his pops is a loudmouth. Because his dad is so outspoken, it forces like it forces him to be quiet. He's kind of an introvert, as we just saw with him being on Sports Center. How he's kind of like like he's kind of like into himself. But I don't want to call his dad a complete bro heart You know what I mean? Because his dad makes very good, valid points, and I don't think anybody listens to what his dad says. They just listen to the names that his dad talk about, and. Let me, let me get you to let me, let's, let's just get this straight, right? If his dad said, you know what? I can beat Jeremy Landon on one-on-one. Is he saying much? No. If he said, my son's game is comparable to Sean Livingston. Until Sean Livingston started making major moves with... The Golden State Warriors last couple of years, would any of you guys would have known who Sean Livingston was? No. But when he says he's like magic, then now you have a game that you can picture in your head. So you have to understand when people are comparing people, uh, when people are playing comparing young some of these young athletes, right? In some of these cases, you compare some of these young athletes to certain to certain players, they're not comparing them by legacy. They're comparing their, that, their portion of the game. Like comparing LeBron James to Michael Jordan, I always thought it was ridiculous. I always thought the better comparison should have been to, to Magic. He's a 6'8 passing guard, a passing forward. What was Magic? A 6'9 point guard. Sorry. LeBron James came into this league as a point guard. LeBron James should have stayed his ass as a point guard. He would have forced the whole entire league to change up, instead of going to conventional small forward. So back to this, So when I say he's kind of like Tim Duncan, I'm just talking about his demeanor, that simple demeanor. Am I saying he's going to win five years? No, I I have no clue to even determine that, in the slightest. But I understand when his dad says, hey, he's kind of like Magic-like, where he's a pass-first kind of guy, he's kind of flashy, he sees the court very well. And um, you know, Jason Kidd if you if you even want to put him put him put him in that category, but his dad prefers magic-like. Which listen for his size, I guess you can say that. His son is six 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 seven. Jason Kidd was 6'4. So if he's looking for more comparable dimensions, then yes, you could kind of say magic-like. Because like I said, if he says Sean Livingston, until the last couple of years nobody really knew who Sean Livingston was. Some of you are still gonna look at me like, oh, who who's Shawn Livingston? <laughs> <laughs> You understand? So, I don't think his dad is completely off his rocker. When he says that, hey, if you put my son right now on Golden State Warriors, he would win, my son, my son would win, you know, can, would win with the Golden State Warriors. And, do, you think, do you find it as a far stretch when you put a lot of guys on there with Golden State Warriors? Do you not think that they'll win with Golden State? But not just that. You see how this kid can shoot. You see where this kid can pull up from. He does have Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson-like range. So now, if you put Stephen Curry in Sean Livingston's body, do you not think that your team may not be more successful? Now that you got a guy that's 6'7", that can pass the ball just like Stephen Curry, has handles... That's interesting. Just like them, when you have a guy that that can pass comparable to Stephen Curry, when I say comparable, I mean he has, he has he has good court vision. He can, he, has, he has good handles with the ball. He can handle the ball comparable to Stephen Curry. He can he has court vision comparable to Stephen Curry. That he may not be able to do with this Golden State team with Stephen Curry is able to do the Golden State team, but also not have to worry about switching out on guys like John Wall. Because he can't guard them? Because he's too small? I'm just saying. And we all kind of remember Stephen Curry in college. And I think that statement was more a statement to the team that Ball had around him. More than it and the team that Stephen Curry has around him. Versus the talent that Stephen Curry is and the talent that his son is. That was more of like, hey, with that team and what my son can do, my team can win in Golden State. With this team and what, what Stephen Curry, even what, what Stephen Curry is, he's not winning this NCAA tournament. Listen, I hate to say it. Stephen Curry may have gotten laid up by this kid Fox just as bad. Because we already seen that a guy like John Wall would have been too much for him. Or is too much for him. So, back no, to the topic at hand. NBA players resting. <laughs> yeah, I had to take it here for this one. I'm going to get real snuzzled, real comfortable for this cuz cuz this is this is this is, this definitely is a more fire kind of something there. This definitely needs a So, players resting. We and we've seen this, right? Golden State and Steve and Steve and Steve Kerr resting players Greg Popovich disciple. We see Greg Popovich resting his players Greg Popovich disciple. <laughs> Uh, we're seeing all these players rest. We're seeing LeBron James rest. But what we're seeing it more, right? And let me get, let me just get this in. Like I said, I don't have I don't have a problem with players resting. It's when these players are deciding to rest, and when these players are deciding to rest, are still starting to be a little bit too convenient for my liking. Now, do I think that the NBA schedule may have to also change to, to adhere to these to players? Yeah, you know what? Don't put don't don't put. Don't put back-to-back games on the schedule. I, I can possibly, I I can actually wholeheartedly agree with that. It's like I could wholeheartedly agree with the NFL not needing a Thursday night game because it does it does a it does, it does an injustice to the product. Having a having your national televised game that's gonna be your two megastore matchups should not be should those teams should not be coming off a back-to-back game because you have a diluted product. I'm sorry. If Golden, if Golden State loses to San Antonio because the game before they were just playing Detroit and they have to now go fly to San Antonio to play San Antonio, and San Antonio is coming off of any kind of game rest, and Golden State looks any kind of lackluster, doesn't have doesn't have what it is. Guess what? They can always say, "Well, we didn't have our of them because we just came off a of back to back." They can always use the back to back as an excuse to why they didn't look to their max, to their to their peak performance in those national games. So you know what? Take out a back to take out. The second portion of any team's back-to-back are the national televised games. But, for right now, we have a schedule. Right? You know what? Cut the music. Now, listen here, Pablo. Cut the music, cut the music, cut the music. We have a schedule, right? Currently, right now. Just like anybody else has a schedule. And this this schedule says that you're slated to work on these X, Y, Z days to get paid X, Y, Z money. Now, do other people have sick time? Yes, they do. Do most people just take time off because they're just a little tired? No, they kind of call in for that if they have sick days. But LeBron James more heartily had the nerve to say that the NBA can't really do anything about it. It's kind of like, how it is right now. Um, players are going gonna to need rest. Suddenly, players are going to need rest. Or this amount of rest. These megastores that we're watching to play. That, that we're watching to play. Now, I don't care. You know what? Take it all out of the window. And I don't care how long this last post on the show is going to take. Put it all out the window. And that I do not care about what LeBron James says, because I have always considered LeBron James to be somewhat of a... He's a big crybaby, right? He always has been. From his flopping to to every single thing. Always been overhyped, overhyped. And here he goes again, using his... Overhypedness, or his, or, or his uh, unguided given power, to bad use. He's gonna set a bad precedent if players are gonna start thinking it's okay to start taking these amount of games or taking these games off, especially as stars. I am sorry, if I am not mistaken, the NBA just took a jump in their salary cap from fifty-four something million, from fifty something million dollars to well over 70-something million dollars a year that are now allowing players to get paid an access of 30, 35 million dollars a year. If you're talking about a max contract, it is what is going to get LeBron James paid basically almost 40 to 50 million dollars a year before he leaves this NBA. Do you guys not realize that? Now, let me ask you this. Do you guys remember why they're getting any of this money? It's because, oh yes, they have a new TV Contract So that means That you receive more money So that we can see you on television But now We have LeBron James over here acting like John Cena Talking about (laughs) Because he needs rest I'm sorry The last time I checked the reason you will receive that significant bump in pay is because you received a television contract from the same network games that you all decided to sit down for so you know what i have no problem if you want to sit for fit your game check plain and simple give it to charity put it in the NBA fund, I don't care if you give it back to the owners at this point in time, but if you want to sit out games because you just need rest, forfeit your game check. Or you know what? Since players or nobody ever wanted to give back all of that money now, guess what? Well, this is the perfect time. Now that you have all of this television money... To put less games into the the contract. Because you know what? You are still now going to get a still considerably pay increase to play less games. Yes, you can still get more money than you have ever still gotten paid in the NBA to cut out 10 more games. Which will be almost damn near every single back to back. Bring it down to a 70 game season. Make it exactly 12 games. Make it 35 home games, 35 away games. And that will solve that. And now you don't have bitch-ass niggas like LeBron James having to say that, oh, I'm tired, I need rest suddenly. We have, we have Jordan, remember, him playing with the flu so he could win a goddamn game. So, so just so he could win the game, so he could help build a franchise or the kind of franchise that LeBron James is over here taking advantage of. In a good way at, some, at, at times, but now this point is in a bad way. LeBron James, the face of the NBA. LeBron James has been one of the biggest disgraces of a face of, of one. When you talk about uh, the best, who the best player is in the NBA that has been, has been allowed to lead the NBA. I'm sorry, he is not considered what, what Kobe was. I'm sorry, he is not what Jordan was. I'm sorry, he's not what Bird was, Magic was, Dr. J was. LeBron James is not in the category of any of those greats in the past. No. He is in a in his home, separate, one baby, pussyfoot, water underneath the bridge. I got sanded my vagina category. That is LeBron James. He needs rest. Um, and he is, I'm sorry. Yes, we're still going to talk about this. And we're going to keep going on. Talk about the MVP of the, of the NBA. James Harden. And now Russell Westbrook. Have basically played every single game in the NBA because you know why? That is what you're supposed to do. I go and I want to see LeBron. I I I would like to see LeBron James play against up against top near talent. Is that what it is? That listen, I do find it funny that he plays against the L A. the L A. Lakers, but then doesn't play against the L A. Clippers. So either that you need rest, or you just don't really want to get play against top notch talent, which still goes back to your pussy attitude. I am sorry, yes, yes, I, 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 I am over this. Like, because you know what? Like, here I am, every single time that I figure, like, you know what? Let me go ahead and give LeBron James a break. LeBron James is still currently one of the best players that we are watching in the league. LeBron James still does bring his team, his only player that I can still think that you, if, you, if you would insert him on any team, he's automatically bringing that team to the, to the, to the, to the conference championship. He's automatically going to make them into the playoffs. Which, which I think now is going to be, a, which I now think is a given for a couple of players now. I think it's now a given for Russell Westbrook. I think it's going to be a given for Kevin Durant. I think it's going to be a given if, you're, if your name is James Harden. If you put those guys on any given team, I think, or any team now in, in the league, I think those, team, those guys now have what it takes to bring a, bring a team to the playoffs. But LeBron James is a special creature, and I think that he's the only guy that consistently bring them to a conference championship. But that is about it. Everything else about LeBron, I'm sorry, I, I just don't like. His demeanor, his attitude, his personality. Everything says cry baby. Cry baby LeBron. Big, big, big baby Bron. Like, as we have the big baller brand coming in there, we I can't wait till the big baby Bron brand finally leaves. Because I'm tired of watching dudes flopping and, and, and think, that, and think that, that it's just cool. And you hear them. You hear that people constantly, throughout their whole career, players that, <laughs> you understand, players... That that LeBron James, elder LeBron James first came into the league, with talk we're, we're, we're about how LeBron James needed to step up before calling, calling himself as king, and now he calls himself a queen and he acts like a queen. You know, we're done with the Mighty Sports podcast. We'll talk to you another day. Stay tuned next week. Listen, by the time we come back, don't, don't you know something I had to mention? Do not forget that we have Lucha Mania coming up on April 9th. Yes, I know you wrestling fans like WrestleMania, but here local in Florida, we're gonna have an event called Lucha Mania. Check check out my Mighty Sports page on Facebook. That's M Y T Sports page on Facebook. You'll be able to find more information about about Lucha Mania. If you listen, oh, thank you guys. Thank you. You know how because we, we are still going over time. I don't care about going over time. We can sit here and talk about and talk about sports all day, every day, because this is what we do. We love it. But thank you. We still have another week to cut to. Stay tuned. Stay blessed and don't stress. Just know that when we come back, we're gonna have a new NCAA champion. We're gonna see who the who the new champion is as WrestleMania is gonna would have passed, and we're gonna get just that much closer. To really seeing how this playoff picture Is going to pan out Mighty Sports Podcast next week Thank you, stay tuned, stay blessed And don't stress Sorry boys All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again Lay, York, down. How this shit. Lay down Lay down I always knew I'd make a Rest stop it. there they want to be MVPs but a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. What did I tell you guys? Bar's closing down. Devin Booker dropped 70. Sun's out. Devin Booker dropped 70. Where we going for breakfast? Devin Booker to Phoenix Sun dropped 70. Don't want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. Devin Booker dropped 70.
0: My teeth!